Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, VA fam, it's Mandy Money here. Now, I believe that we all have a unique superpower in life. Me personally, I was lucky enough to discover mine about 10 years ago. I was just a few years into my career as a financial journalist. I had spent weeks, I was interviewing at this huge media company, which you guys may or may not have heard of called Yahoo, and they wanted to poach me. I suspected that I was underpaid at the time, and I was ready to finally tip the scales back in my favor. I plucked up every kernel of courage I had, and and I negotiated the hell out of that offer. In the end, I walked away super victorious with a $28,000 salary bump and a $45,000 batch of equity. And from that point on, I never looked back. That was the day that I learned my superpower was being able to fight through my fear and my doubts, leverage my skills as a storyteller and business reporter, and negotiate like a badass. Now, those negotiation skills propelled me to a multiple six-figure salary before the age of 30, but that would not be that exciting if I couldn't help y'all as well. So that's why for the past year and a half, I have coached hundreds of women from across the US and beyond in their job searches and their salary negotiations. And the wins that I have seen y'all secure, incredible, like an attorney who I helped get a $10,000 salary bump and a $15,000 signing bonus just this past March. And another woman named Rose who used my negotiation scripts to score $3,000 more from a recent job offer y'all. These wins have showed me that I am meant to do this work. And I am so excited that I am going to be relaunching my sold out masterclass called Nail Your Negotiation, the masterclass five steps to negotiate like a badass and never leave money on the table again. I'm going to be coming to you live with this masterclass on Tuesday, November 8th at 8pm Eastern Standard Time. Check the show notes for a link to register y'all my first masterclass last month completely sold out we were turning away people at the virtual door. You do not want to miss out on this. So definitely register go to nailyournegotiation.com to grab your seat. I hope to see y'all there. Here's what I'm going to be covering in this masterclass. You're going to learn how to finally get over your fear of negotiating, how to brand yourself so you can attract the juiciest job offers, how to figure out what to ask for before you negotiate, how to nail that interview so they practically throw money at you, and last but not least, how to rock that counteroffer and you leave no crumbs behind. Plus, 
live attendees are going to get a free bonus negotiating cheat sheet. That's going to make it super easy to calculate your target salary. So you go into a negotiation strong, knowing your value. Let's do this, y'all. Join me November 8th at 8pm for the Nail Your Negotiation Masterclass. Again, grab your seat. They are limited. Only 500 seats are open. Go to nailyournegotiation.com to grab your seat and I will see y'all there, moneymakers. Hey, hey, BA fam. Welcome to a very spooktacular episode of Brown Ambition. Our beloved Tiffany is off on her rich auntie birthday adventure in Dubai. So we wish her all the best and happy belated birthday, Tiff. We love you. But we would never leave y'all hanging, BA fam. That's why we brought not one, but two very special guests to join me live on YouTube in the studio on this past Monday. And that's what you're going to hear today. The incredible conversation I had on Halloween for our Halloween treat Brown Ambition edition with Delian Barros from Deli and the Money Coach and Mark Russell from Better Wallet. Y'all, this was such a fun conversation. We talked about everything from our favorite Halloween treats to the tricks that are happening now in our financial world that have got us looking and giving everyone the side eye. All right, from Elon Musk owning Twitter to is this really the best time to buy a house right now? Y'all do not want to miss this. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And as ever, we'd love to hear from y'all. So hit us up on IG at Brown Ambition Podcast. Make sure you go and follow Delian and Mark. They are both incredible financial educators in their own right. And without further ado, here's our spooktacular Halloween episode. Say hello to our special spooktacular. Oh, I said it. I thought I wasn't going to say it, but we're going for it. Our special spooktacular guest today for a special Halloween treat edition of the Brown Ambition podcast. We got two incredible guest hosts today. We have Delian, the money coach, tuning in from the West Coast, right? The best yep. coast. Cali, Cali. Cali, Cali. And then the lovely, um, <laughs> I don't even know how I can't look at you in that hat. Mark Russell. <laughs> from Better Wallet joining me from where are you at Atlanta the beast coast uh, Atlanta hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right well this is going to be such a fun show y'all we got a lot planned for y'all we are going to be taking questions live so if you have questions feel free to drop them in the comments through some magical YouTube uh, magic we're going to be able to see your questions and take them live as we go through the show that's what I've been told I, I forgot to introduce myself I'm Mandy Woodruff Santos one half of Brown Ambition Podcast so excited to have you guys here today all right. So listen, I was just like complaining a little bit because I don't know, you guys don't have small children or children. You have, you have fur babies, right? But when I tell you Halloween has felt like it has lasted a year, this like it has been going on for weeks at this point. I'm, and today I have to scrounge up some energy to like take the little one trick or treating and I don't. And all the good candy is gone. Like... <sighs> Someone took my Reese's pumpkins from this party we had yesterday. And oh, man. I don't know what to do. I thought the rule was if Halloween landed on a Monday, you celebrate the weekend before and then it's over. You do. But it's the week before because there's like days at the school and like different crap happens. And then there's the parties and yeah. everyone wants you to come to their party. So they have on different days of the week. And it's just like oh. dragging. In, in Atlanta, every day is a party. So like I feel like they've been celebrating yeah. since... Well, all month, pretty much. Like <laughs> every day, I feel like someone like has a mask on or they have like yeah. a costume on. It's just this weekend where everyone's just going crazy. I'm sure it's probably going to be until next weekend too. 
Yeah, it's funny. Like I'm, I'm in the middle because you've got Mandy with the kids. Mark is clearly going through his party phase. I'm like, <laughs> I I passed the party phase. I don't want kids. I am in the I'm gonna stay home and party all by myself phase. There you go. I I do have plant babies though. I have three of them. You can see one actually. It's not. Here you go. There's one. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then there's a few others in here, and they are alive and well. Um, but no. Mark no said his. I was going to wear a costume, but I left it in the Uber because I was too wasted at 2 a.m. <laughs> I do have something phase. very scary for you guys, though. So maybe it's going make up for it. Can you see it? Oh, you know, no. Like, Is that a bill? Oh, Instagram is down. Oh. Yes. <laughs> now, listen, don't let's 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 be honest here. How many of y'all saw your followers drop today and you were like, what happened? I didn't know what was Seriously, going on. I thought I got canceled. Me too. <laughs> what did I do? I looked up hashtag better wallet just to see if I got canceled. And I was like, my friends didn't tell me I got canceled. What's going on? Yeah. What the hell did I say? <laughs> is that not as we're speaking of like we're going to talk about some scary money topics but i feel like at in our game in our business it is one of the scariest propositions like prospects is getting canceled mm. because like if they won't if they don't want to if they don't listen to us how are we going to make money anymore i don't know what i'm going to say oh god well let's get into it what do you what are y'all's let's let's talk about some halloween as my dog loses her mind let's talk about some some spooky money topics i feel like for me i still suffer from this um this fear sometimes of opening bills especially from like doctor's offices mm -hmm. you know how they still send you paper bills in the mail for like 30 dollars for your copay yeah. i just let them pile up and my husband's yeah. like you're a full-grown adult woman and you talk to people about money all the time. Can you open your damn like and pay your copay? <laughs> yeah. But I like sweat every time I get real mail, not like junk mail. Um, yeah. anything related to anything related to my money, my four hundred one k, my bank accounts. For some reason, yeah, I have like an aversion to opening physical mail. Same way. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? And why does it feel like if it comes in the mail, it's like that much scarier? And do y'all get the IRS rando mails like the, the, the snail mail all the time? Like I got an $18,000 bill. Not kidding. This is why I don't open my mail. <laughs> I had missed like the sec the first notice. Yeah, like the state of New York. If you're a, if you're a business owner, like it's not all sunshine and daisies. Um, you think that you get like your tax situation all settled, and then they can make mistakes. And it was a total mistake. I don't actually owe eighteen thousand, but yeah. the stress and anxiety that that brought unto my soul yeah. just to open that. And you have to be careful too because. Some of them, some of those letters might not even be from the IRS or from the government in general. Um, when Ooh, I first opened up my LLC, I got, when I was back in Philly, I got a note from Pennsylvania and it was saying, Hey, like you need to pay like $2,000 in order to open up the LLC. And it was really, really official. And I'm, yeah. like me being like the way I am, I'm like, there's no way this is true. Like, I, I feel like I paid all the, the fees I needed to. And I Googled it. And there was some lawyer that was saying, hey, like, here's the newest hoax. And I'm like, man, like, I almost fell for it. I can't imagine how many other people would have probably like fell for this. So um, I've seen that with um with trademark applications, Mark. I know you mm, recently got your yeah. trademark. I'm waiting for mine. So apparently, as soon as you file for a trademark, you start getting bombarded because it's public. It's public. Um, you know, it's public. So you start getting bombarded with mail from people. Yeah. Saying, oh, you have this additional fee for your trademark, this additional fee. And immediately my attorney told me, you're going to get these notices, ignore them, 
I, mm-hmm. I still got freaked out. I still like scanned it and sent it to her. I'm like, what is this? She's like, I told you to ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, trademark hell is my life right now. Um, I don't know if I told y'all, but I discovered that there is another Mandy money out there. What? There's a man. There's a Mandy money with a Y. Mandy with a Y money. Yes, and I found that out when I went to file my trademark. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know if you and I use the same trademark attorney, um, Delhi. Her name's Kristen. Yes. What's her last name? Yeah. Okay. So we met, and she was like, and I was in the middle of telling her, I'm like, yeah, it's my name, it's my business. So you know, I've been doing it for a couple of years now, and I feel confident that it'll be fine. And she's like, well, let me show you something. Here's this um, application for Mandy Money with a Y, and it's it's. I'm just going to speak it into existence. It's going to be fine, but um, I have had to let go and let the money flow so that I can just give it over to the experts. And that is like one of the scariest. And I feel like I need to stop fighting the reality that when you have a business, like no one's going to come to save you, but you, you have to Mm -hmm. just like, and it's choices all the time. Who am I going to hire to take care of this fire and like this like problem? And I'm like switching accountants right now. It's not all, it's not all, you know, reels and TikToks and, um, Yeah, but those are like, that's a really good money point in in general. I I think I get questions from people all the time because we're in this kind of like frugal world where people are like, okay, I need to cut costs wherever. And when it comes to being like a, or getting a CPA or having like a trademark lawyer, I think it, it's invaluable. You like, you want to make sure yeah. that you pay as much as you can for people who are going to protect your business and then also keep you away from uncle, uncle Samuel. Um, so yeah. like, I know uncle when Sam. I was filing, I was trying to be frugal initially and I was like, okay, well I can, I can do this trademark thing on my own. And then I started thinking about what could possibly happen if fidelity owned better wallet, the name of better wallet. And I had to go against them. Um, or maybe if they filed before I did. So I think it's really key to make sure you're paying for those folks like you're doing. What was the quote again? Yeah. Let go and let the money flow. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yeah. I just came up with that. Cause I, I mean, <laughs> just add, just accept the fact that you're going to have to reserve a part of your budget for the help that you're going to need, mm-hmm. like to be in defense mode. I don't really watch sports, but you know, like defense. <laughs> Defense. If you're watching any sports, watch uh, watch my Philadelphia Phillies and Philadelphia Eagles. They're doing really oh, well. Lord. I have already checked out of this conversation. Oh, you're in San Diego. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I care about is the World Cup. Sorry. Um, All right. Well, we've talked about some spooky stuff. Well, let's let's pivot and talk about Halloween. So I am going as the black teacher from Hogwarts. That is my Luke today. Um, the cool one that you know got cut because you know she was a little too saucy for for the children and so all her lines got cut from the movies <laughs> but i want to talk about y'all's favorite like halloween memories as you were kids deli mm. you want to start growing up in yeah. miami what was it like i mean it's funny because yeah i grew up in a, in a a condo right we never had a home so halloween was going to the mall <laughs> circling around the stores so it wasn't big in my house like other holidays were bigger christmas but halloween wasn't a big deal my mom it's not something really brazilians celebrate i'm I'm brazilian and so my mom didn't really get it um but i feel like y'all must have had some funky costumes then (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand what's happening it's like we're supposed to go 
knock on people's houses and ask them for food. This is weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't get that. They're like, no. This Everyone's is- a socialist on Halloween. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. You, you get candy. You get candy. Yeah, so my mom didn't get it. Um, and we just, it was very low key around my house. Um, I did the whole party, you know, go out, party, the the sexy costumes, you know, the this year I'm wearing a onesie. Like this was my Halloween costume last year. It was, you know, <laughs> it's a onesie. I was like, I'm going comfortable. Comfort. Comfort. Is I see. Word. And I, you know, I'm turning 40 this year. So I am leaning so hard into my 40s. I'm like, this, I did it, y'all. I got through my 20s. I got through the yes. 30s. I, 40 is about comfort and doing what I want with like, no, not caring how other people are going to think about me, how they're going to judge me. And I'm really, really leaning hard into that. And I'm child free by choice. So I do feel for the parents Mm. and all the extra work you guys have to do around the holidays, (laughs) because these kids will not let you slip these days. Like they have social media. Now they see what their friends are doing. They want it too. So they're not, you know, they can't, you guys can't get away with what like, my parents got away with so yeah. you, have, you have your hands full <laughs> thanks for your sympathies and your pity i appreciate it live your best rich auntie life and i will yes. live vicariously through you and visit you in portugal all right mark what is what was little baby mark dressing up for halloween as oh man so so growing up like deli am my, my parents really didn't celebrate it and it was more because they were both from families that came from the, the south and were raised in the church so Ooh, yeah. my memories of Halloween, quote unquote, was um, our, our church forced us on Halloween night to stay at the church like overnight. And I did that yeah. for years. So they didn't want you to go out trick or treating um, in my town. I, I think the focus was make sure we weren't p- uh, participating in mischief night, which was like a big thing where people go what around a catchy and name. Throw eggs and yeah. which a lot of my friends did. And I tried not to participate. Try. Um, but for the most part, I was, I was in the church, uh, during that time, as I got older, I would go and like buy like a a mask or something very simple, um, in order to quote unquote celebrate. And I was like one of those older, like trick or treaters. Cause I had a sweet tooth and I just wanted to go out. What's your favorite candy? Say again. What's your favorite candy? Oh God. Uh, anything with caramel or caramel, however you pronounce it. Um, so I mean, 100 gram was like my thing. Even now, like I was, I was at the store not too long ago and I saw one. I was like, oh my God, it's two for one. I can definitely eat both of those. And I was like, no, nope. <laughs> no, like I'm on my, my health kick right now. I'm doing berries, you know, every, every other day. Like I, I can't. So, but yeah, that was my memory growing up. It wasn't until college and when I started really celebrating it and I went to a party school and being Penn state and I had a chicken suit every single year. So I was a giant. Well, you know, that thing was funky inside. Wash it in between Halloweens. Please tell me you did. You know, um, that's what they say you should do uh, <laughs> in college. I'm, yeah. I'm answering like a politician, um, mm. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I tried to, but sometimes Start talking I'm about the importance of keeping antibiotics in our, out of our poultry and change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> okay. VA fam. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with more of our Halloween treats. Hey, VA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. 
Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers, they're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition, rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. And Deli, you're about to like move to Portugal, right? Plus you're turning 40. You're living all of our rich auntie G dreams. Catch us up. What's going on in your world? Yes. Um, I switched my lease to month to month. Uh, so the process is in the works. I've hired an attorney to get the paperwork done. The goal is to move to Portugal in the next four to six months, so probably closer wow. to six months. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to have, it's, it's a, it's a wild process because you actually have to like rent an apartment before you even get there. So you have to, you have to rent it like sight unseen and you have to have everything like lined up. You have to have a bank account open in the country, all this stuff. But again, another thing that you could totally DIY, but I don't mess around when it comes to immigration being, you know, a former immigrant myself where I went through the immigration process in the United States. Um, I'm like, no, I'm going to hire an attorney, and I'm going to get help so that I, it's because it's, it's also a very stressful process in general. Yeah. I'm like, why not have support? Um, 
So I'm, you know, I've hired somebody and it's, it's exciting. It's nerve wracking at the same time. I'm moving there. The goal is to, to go buy myself a home eventually and bring my mom and retire my mom as well. So I'm trying to like reunify our family, right? Cause my mom's in Brazil, my sister's oh, wow. in Hawaii. So the goal is to like get us all like in one place so that we can be um, a family again in one country, um, mm-hmm. which is a lot. Um, Are you the big sister? I am. Can you oh, tell? You can tell. <laughs> I am. And not only that, I'm also like the matriarch more than my mom, you know, and this is something that a lot of first gens and like older daughters understand that we take on this role of, you know, matriarch because usually we're the ones that have made it and we have money. Um, and so we're kind of making these big decisions for our family. And I do it in a way that like, I'm not, dictating my mom's life. Like I literally send her money every month and I'm like, do what you want with this money. Like no strings attached. Like this is for you to do as you please. And I think that that's how you keep the peace when you mess, when you mix like family and money is you, you can't put too many rules on it because then resentment starts to increase and then the whole thing turns into chaos. So we've been able to make that work. My mom's very excited about Portugal. She's already got her bags packed, even though she's not coming for like a year or so. Um, so it's, it's oh, exciting. We all speak the language. It's um, a very beautiful country. If you haven't been, I highly recommend. And they just opened a digital nomad visa. So if you have a business or if you're allowed to be a remote employee, you can now move to Portugal. What? All right. Might make, Listen, I might have to make that happen. All the <laughs> pictures I see, I'm like, I'm done. I yeah. don't know if it'll be Portugal, but I, I, I mean, what scares me these days are the midterm elections. Can we just do a quick shout out for early voting? Y'all got to vote because I know Delhi, you're about to flee the country, which is, but you're going to keep your citizenship, right? Of Absentee, right? Yeah. Listen, y'all midterms coming up next week freaks me the f- out um so that's what's scary to me right now and i'm just like especially as a parent I'm like what God, what are what what what's this world that my poor baby boy is going to be growing up in um but that's so exciting delhi and i and it's also is your plan then to move to portugal and then that's like the beginning of your retirement early like that's the that's the end goal right yeah i mean it's funny it's i already consider myself like semi retired because i work about 10 12 hours a week right now so nice it's pretty good. You know, um, I, I'm pretty happy with the balance that I have found, which is one of the reasons why I walked away from CNN. Um, cause a lot of people didn't understand. They're like, why did you do that? And it's, what's the point of saving all this money, quitting my nine to five, creating this business. If I'm not going to lean into the freedom that I'm actually trying to create. And yes. so even though CNN was an incredible opportunity, I was, back in the nine to five, I was putting myself back in that nine to five grind where I had like, you know, people to report to and a schedule I had to stick with. And I'm like, this is not what I wanted. Like, why am I doing this to myself? So saying no to things can be just as liberating as saying yes. And I'm very much in a no phase right now. So, Mm -hmm. um, I only say yes to Mandy and very few other people. All right. Uh, Cause I am in my no phase. I'm in the, please don't ask me to do things. I am trying to lean into my soft life, my luxury life. And that includes time freedom yeah. for me, which is why we all teach people, you know, how to manage their money because the whole point is to like lean into freedom. Isn't that the, the whole idea? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can right. you for just, 
making that move. I mean, a lot of people would be like, oh, well, CNN and like they, they think of like the aura um, behind it. And then they find themselves yeah. being in a position where they don't like what they're doing and they dread getting up in the morning and doing what they have to do. And I did that for many of years, you know, just being in corporate finance. But for you to say, hey, like I could do this, but I choose not to because I want to prioritize other things in life that make me happiest. Like that, that is, that is a game that I feel like more and more people need to like focus in yeah. on um, as they think about the next, you know, 10, 20 years of their lives. Yeah. And somebody just said, well, how did you pick Portugal? Um, I'm Brazilian. So I speak Portuguese and that's one reason, but I would have gone there even if I don't speak the language. Um, but it's also one of the safest countries in the world. It's actually the third safest country in the world. So crime is like very, very low, which is, top of mind for me, especially as a woman, as a single woman. Um, when I went with my mom, we would walk around at two in the morning, no problems. Like nobody would bother us. Very, very safe. It's a gorgeous country. It's basically like a mini California. You go to the North, you've got vineyards. In the middle, you've got the city center. And then to the South, you have gorgeous beaches, very mild weather, very similar to San Diego. Um, the food is incredible. I was about to say the food. Yeah. Like yeah. talk about the food. The food is amazing. Yeah. Especially love seafood. It's a very seafood centric country. The sardines, though. Yeah. I, I took my baby moon in Portugal, and I was like, my baby's gonna love seafood because my husband doesn't. I was eating yeah. octopus, sardines, like yeah. everything that came out. It was so good, so fresh. Yeah, and it's just yeah, it's just a vibrant country with a lot of history, and it's an easy jumping off point. Both to the United States and to uh, the rest of Europe, because it's a six, seven hour flight to New York. Mm-hmm. Not bad. So we'll see you around. I hope. I'll be <laughs> All right, <over>. well, <laughs> I see some questions coming into the chat. The beauty pop podcast, Ooh, fellow pod. They have a question. They say with the recession looming, that's like the monster in the closet under the bed with the recession <laughs> looming. Should I make any adjustments to my IRA slash 401k contributions? Also, it's almost the end of the year. So great question going into the end of 2022. What, what say y'all? Mark, you used to work at Vanguard. You know stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you want to say? Yeah. I mean, with the recession looming or we're in it, whatever it might be, I, I think what remains constant is what you should be doing with, with your money. And that's contributing early, contributing often and trying to control what you can and it's the prior to, right? I think a lot of people try to control the market. The country, the, the market's going to do their thing. Like, yeah. just let them, like, let the market do whatever it does, but try to control what you can. So, when I'm talking to a lot of my mentees, it's really important that you, number one, start contributing to your retirement if you're not already. Uh, number two, really think about like what you're invested in, make sure you're diversified. So we talk a lot about ETFs, exchange traded funds, uh, mutual funds, you know, as being the easiest way of going about diversifying. And, you know, just try to increase your contribution limits because, you know, with the recession maybe happening into the future, if we're in it, whatever, like the stock market is misbehaving. And because it is, you know, we're at what, 18% discount. I stopped looking, Mark. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Say again. I stopped looking. Stop looking. Yeah, I accidentally logged into my Vanguard and it was like, oh, fudge. (laughs) Well, you're you're young, right? So you have plenty of time until you you have to retire. So I mean, that's like a good word of advice. Like, don't don't look at it. (laughs) Like, yeah. Because when we think about performance, 
we look at it over the course of decades versus years or months or days or you know sometimes people look at it in terms of hours and that's not going to help your it's not going to help your portfolio right you're not going to look at the market and the market's going to increase um it's not going to help your mental sanity either so just let it go like just keep in mind the best performing accounts are the ones from people who are dead that can't do anything <laughs> to their account i so love that thanks for bringing that fact out i love that and women right like we're better at it Oh yeah, just gonna. Yeah, say. You, I mean, clearly smarter, right? <laughs> Men less like a dead woman. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, that's it's so true. Like I, I was talking to a brand the other day, and they were just like, "We think it's really fascinating that half of the people, or sixty percent of the people who follow you, are women." And I was like, "Because women are smart, and women understand what it means to actually invest the right way." And they tend not to jump into ultra risky investments that won't pay off into the future. Um, and that's the reason why they gravitate towards me. But if I start talking about like options trading or anything yeah. like trading Forex or whatever, I'm sure I would get you know more men that might come in. Yeah. But that's not my yeah. jam because I know it doesn't work. <laughs> Does yeah, that's make great. changes. Yeah, I think 401k, just remember the difference between the IRA and the 401k. The 401k, the, you know, it closes on December 31st. Um, so that's the last time, last chance to make a contribution. And we're talking about the 401k through your employer. Um, and the IRA, you actually have until April 2023, right? You have until you file your taxes mm-hmm. to make 2020, 2022 contributions. So even if you're like, oh my God, I'm not going to hit that 6k max. You have like a few more months to get it, to get it in. So just remember that also the 401k, the IRA contributions are going up next year. Everything's going up next year, yes. right? It's going to be 6,500 and 20, the 401k. 000? Huh? Is it 22.5? Uh, the 401k is 23.5. Okay. So just remember to adjust your contribution um, percentages if you need to for next year so that you're getting as close to maxing it out as possible. And the, the question that I always get is, does my maximum contribution include my employer matches? No, it does not. So mm-hmm. you actually, your employer can throw in like another like 50 to 60 K. <laughs> um, their contributions, the, their side of the contribution is much, much higher than yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my solo, for my solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, you know, I, I always feel like we leave them out. You guys have your solo 401ks, your SEP IRAs. Again, you can contribute as both employees and employers, um, and you also have until like April to make those contributions. So it's important to know how these different accounts work. And depending on whether you're an employee, entrepreneur, you know, they all have different little rules. And it's because the IRS likes to complicate things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. Shocking that <laughs> government does that. Yeah. Let it go and let the money flow toward this problem, especially, right? <laughs> <laughs> like this is one where I just, so I um, transferred, I thought I converted to an S corp, but do you know how slow the IRS is to like officially approve that ish? So officially, I don't even, I, I like, I don't even know if I'm officially an S corp. I've been acting as such. So I hope <laughs> it gets approved. But last year I was too late. I like procrastinated. And so I opened up instead of a solo 401k for my first year of solopreneurship, I opened up at a, you said a SEP IRA. Mm-hmm. So I opened that up. And then with my accountant, they basically figured out, okay, so based on what you've earned and you whatever, here's how much you should sink into your SEP IRA for last year. So I did that. And then so for this year, I was like, okay, I'm going to get my ish together and open up a solo 401k because to Delhi's point, you can actually contribute as an employee and then as an employer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just officially, I opened it up kind of late, but I did it. I opened it up 
a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> nice. My plan is because I've, I've been looking at the market being like, well, I'm not missing out on anything if I don't sink some money into it right now. Um, but yeah, my plan is I'm probably just going to do like one lump sum contribution um, now that the account is open and um, hopefully that'll be fine. And then don't check it, you know? Let it ride. Now, did Let you choose ride. the traditional or Roth? I don't remember. Roth. Wait, I don't remember. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, I was that- going back and forth as well. I mean, you have time to switch. Um, but I was going back and forth initially as well. Oh, no, so I think did pre-tax pre the traditional. Yeah. Pre pre-tax. Yeah. yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know, um, as Mandy mentioned, traditional is pre-tax and then Roth will be after tax grows tax free. You take it out at 59 and a half, uh, without having to pay taxes. Um, so I was going back and forth as well on if I wanted to do a traditional Roth or I'm sorry, a Roth solo 401k or traditional. And I chose Roth, um, but there are not many options out there to do a Roth solo 401k besides Vanguard, which unfortunately I had to use them. Um, I, I don't so like I their, and you would think I'm biased, I'm but I don't like their platform at all, but it sucks, but I've been with them for so long. It's if you're listening Vanguard, why can't you be better? Like with all the money that we're in sinking into you, why can't you invest in some yeah. IT support? You know what I mean? Like some of the stuff you can't get on your phone. Anyhow, anyhow. Yeah. They shall- just don't put enough money into their technology. And it has been happening since I started in 2012. Well, I mean, one thing about Vanguard, I, you know, I same, I'm a Vanguard um, customer as well. And I always tell people to use them. Yeah. Their priority will and always has been the, shareholders like yeah, they totally agree. they prioritize keeping their costs as low as possible so that they can keep the fees as low as possible so it's funny because like we'll complain about the platform and then somebody you know and then you've got like other companies that are putting a bunch of money into their platform but then they're jacking up their fees so it's like mm-hmm. which one would you prefer and i'm like oh, i'll right. take a janky outdated website as if that's going to save me a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars in the long term from fees, you know, mm-hmm. so we have to, we have to pick our battles and it works. It's not fancy. It's not snazzy. It's not sexy, yeah. but it works. And my mm-hmm. fees are low AF. So I'm here. I, for I, it. I Thanks for bringing me back you. down to earth. It's also like, they don't want you to have fun on their play. They want you to get in and get yeah, out they really don't. trading and doing stuff. They're like, yeah. we just want your money once and then go live your life. Yeah. They give you everything that you need and and nothing more. Um, and I would totally agree, Delian. Like, luckily, you know, I was privileged enough to be at Vanguard and in positions where I was able to make a lot of those decisions. And a lot of times, when you're at certain companies or like how much money can I make off of X or this project, whatever. We never talk about that. Every single decision was made based off the client. We're like, how are we improving the experience? How can we lower the fees? How can we make sure that, um, you know, when they're making contributions, it's easy. Like they don't have to worry about anything. Um, So I, I would totally agree that they try to focus a lot on the overall experience and then how can they decrease fees, which, how they're structured, they're able to keep fees pretty low. And then also they make decisions throughout the year to make sure that their fees remain low and, you know, remain competitive. 
Dang, that was such a fun episode. Thank you, Mark and Delian, again for joining us live in the Brown Ambition studio. To our BA fam, hope you guys are safe and well. If you miss the episode live and you want to see what my version of the Black Teacher at Hogwarts looks like, definitely go check us out on YouTube. Just search Brown Ambition. You will find the episode. You'll find our channel. And why not subscribe while you're there, okay? We love engaging with our audience in this new and exciting way. So check us out. Let us know how what you think of our YouTube channel and the Halloween treat special. Shout out to everyone who attended live and again to our amazing guests, Delian and Mark, and we'll see y'all next week. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition Podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru, and I am Mandy Woodruff-Santos, your co-host, and I will see y'all next week. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.